That's okay. We can start over then. Okay. It's, it is recording. Okay. Hello. This is Jay's from home. We are recording our podcast right now because we tried to record it a few seconds earlier and it didn't record. So we're going uh, we to start over and, uh, and actually record it this time. And this time it's going to be better. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But anyways, my name is Matt. This is uh, my co-host over here is my brother, Steve. And we talk about the Blue Jays. And we're going to start talking from, about the Blue Jays right now. From home. Yeah. From home. Do you yeah. have your notes pulled up this time? I do. I do. Um, I should also mention our Twitter uh, handle is at Jays from home. And if you're listening to, to us for the first time, subscribe to the podcast because we endeavor to create ongoing, interesting, fun to listen to <laughs> Blue Jays content. Um, just by the way, as a disclaimer, I am watching the Blue Jays uh, on a screen on my phone while we podcast so if i drift yeah off, i was gonna ask team. you if the when i went downstairs uh to the studio here it was zero zero is it still no score uh yep no score okay well i guess i guess that means there's been no home runs in the game today so but so That's why don't we, correct. we start with our own home runs um yeah um well my home run uh just to spe- I'll go specific right now. I was uh, watching uh, Hyunjin Ryu pitch in his last outing, and I just really like his pace when he when he throws. Uh, it's very burly esque. Uh, he he he, go- he gets uh, he's very very um, speedy. The games go very quickly when he when, when he pitches, and I, I, I like that. Um, yeah, that that was just one of my home runs that that, that I that I noticed watching the games. That's interesting. I don't. I, I guess maybe I don't really remember Burley uh, very well. I thought he was a little on the slower side. But I no, guess, no, 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 no. Burley I guess him, like he was more like... about uh, like pitching a lot of innings. So I guess yeah. maybe. Yeah, and he, he would why. eat a lot of innings and he would like get through games in like two hours. It was like crazy how quickly he would go. Because like he wasn't, he wasn't like a, Burley wasn't a flamethrower. He would just like, he, he was just a good pitcher and he wouldn't he would not throw heat at all and but but he just like catcher made a signal he'd throw catcher made a signal he'd throw he just like power through the games it was, it was great gotcha yeah. well um uh, yeah that's good i mean i would i very much appreciate a faster game because uh, oh, oh sorry must interrupt so. home run for the royals two nothing <laughs> dude ah oh. well Salvador Perez. oh of course of course he did he he hit the walk-off home run last night didn't he what didn't the Jays win last night? Uh, they won one game. It was a doubleheader. I thought they won both games. No, they oh. they lost. They lost the second game in the bottom of the seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, well, I'll go with. I guess what what inning are they in in this one? They're still like they're in the bottom of the. Oh, you know what? That's that's a walk off. Is it not? No, no. Sorry, no. I'm. This is not. No, that's not a doubleheader. Are you watching yesterday's game? No, no, no. They're, they're in the they're in the bottom of the seventh right now, but it's not a doubleheader. So, so they're gonna they've got more more game to play. Yeah. Sorry. I, like I, I'm like last week. My I'm 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 just fra- frazzled in general. It's been it's been a, a a a hard hard day for me. Here I'll go do some personal and a little ahead of the pace. Leo had like a twenty or thirty minute long meltdown over not being able to drink. Paw Patrol drinkable yogurt. So I had to deal with that today for lunch. So there you go. Uh, well, getting back to the Blue Jays, though. Uh, so I decided for my notes, I would just go with uh, one line item each for my home run, walk, and strikeout instead uh-huh. of uh, 
having a whole bunch of different ones. Yeah. So my home run uh, would be Vlad's uh, stretches at first base. He's very um, like athletic and, and, and flexible when he, when, yeah. he, when he stretches out. I mean, it's, I guess also when you think about it, it's, it's not good that he has to stretch that much, much because of the throws, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I found it very entertaining that he's able to make those catches and make those plays. Mm-hmm. Well, I said this, I said this on Twitter earlier in the week um, uh, regarding the fact that he always has to stretch out to the bad throws. Even his teammates uh, don't want to throw him strikes. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. Um, yeah. yeah. And well, I guess also uh, speaking of Vlad, you've got the note uh, from his uh, spot in the batting order, right? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna. I think he's he's fully entrenched now, based on his 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 uh, output. Uh, he's not moving from the three spot when everybody comes back from like COVID and injury and everything. I think that he's um, he's he's one of the league's best hitters right now. He's he's playing incredibly well. And you you sent me um, a spray chart of his. Yeah, and he's just hitting it all over the the ballpark. Like you you can't you can't shift against him. Mostly to right field still, but. Yeah, he's he's on all sides. Uh, he's he has so he has four home runs, and each of them are in a different spot in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, his he has two out of three doubles are all to left field, but uh, yeah, he's he's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of hits out there in different spots. But so I I definitely don't see Teoscar Hernandez going to number three, but like. I don't know what what happens when when they have all their supposed big bats in the lineup. You, well, like, today actually, I was I was listening to part of the game. Uh, I was listening to the audio feed for a little bit, and they were saying that uh, Springer is almost one hundred percent is what they're saying. So when he yeah. comes back in the lineup, he's going to be hitting leadoff. Is what's going to happen. Um, we'll see Marcus Semyon second, Vladdy third. I'm just going. To, I haven't even thought. Like I'm working this out in my brain right now. Vladdy's going to be third. Uh, Teoscar will be hitting fourth, probably. Now I'm not thinking about like left or right-handed batting right now, but probably you'll see Gritchick in fifth. Uh, who else? Guriel sixth, maybe. Um, that leaves like DH spot, like Roddy Telez if he's if he's hitting. Like maybe Roddy Telez is in sixth spot, and 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 Guriel's in seventh. Then you've got um, who's who's left over? You've got um, Jansen uh, and Kirk. Bit, Kirk would be probably like, well, Jansen and Kirk would be interchangeable, really. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like catcher, catcher's going to be probably in the ninth spot, and then that leaves like maybe Biggio or whoever um, is 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 uh, at uh, third base in, in in the eighth spot, and that's basically Biggio's played himself down to the eighth spot lately and he's injured right now i guess but uh yeah i i think i think he's not well he's not on the injured list but he's like he's being held out of the games uh just they're probably giving him a break they're probably just like you know like he's not injured but he needs he needs some some time like it's not a benching but he he needs he needs to it's all it's like half of a benching almost i don't know how to to, what to call it that's kind of what i was thinking like uh, I, I had a note in. I didn't put it in the show notes uh, here, but I did have a note thinking that he probably needs a break from third base, and then we'll we'll, we'll call it we'll call it a soft benching. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's he's got a, a cushion underneath uh, between the bench and his and his pants. 
Yeah, yeah, because because um, in in modern modern baseball, like with you know, we've got it. We've got Charlie Montoyo, the players' manager. We'll call it a, a soft benching. He's landing. He's landing on a, on a nice cushion, but he he he's he's not playing his way into the lineup. I I was gonna mention though too. Um, I I forgot to transpose it, but that's you mentioned the injuries and and the news about Springer uh, today. The injury news has actually been pretty good, pretty positive overall. I think. Yeah, Romano. They were just saying. Um, ulnar whatever it is ulnar colitis or i don't even know what it is but um he he, whatever it is is they don't believe that it's serious so he won't be gone too long um the only thing like did they say have they said anything about about uh teoscar's covid like how how much longer they think he'll be out or what um i i haven't heard anything about that but i there is a minimum that they have to be out though is a minimum of 10 days i think yeah now yeah so Romano, you were saying, I, yeah, I think I heard the same thing. He's they're thinking he's going to be back after his ten uh, day injured list stint. So mm-hmm. it's, I think that sounded more like protecting the bullpen arms early in the season. Yeah, but, yeah, um, and that's um, another thing that they were they were trying to get as much distance out of Robbie Ray today as they could because of the double header and everything too. Like he, he, and he like loaded the bases back to back innings and got out of it, but he pitched, he, he got, he pitched a lot, of, a, a lot. And yeah, he had six walks and didn't la- allow a run, which is. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was a lot about the Royals bats too, I guess. Uh, on the pitcher injury front though, I was listening to, um, uh, 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 see, I'm, I'm frazzled again. What's, what's Jay, uh, Ross Atkins. I was listening to Ross Atkins interview yesterday and he was saying that, um, uh, Nate Pearson was was throwing to live batters, so so he's, oh, okay. he's improving too. So that's good. That's good. Um, uh, you have a note here about Stephen Matz. Uh, well, he's a home run because he's just been pitching incredibly well. He had like a no hitter into six last night. Like, it, it, he, oh yeah, that's right. I did see yeah. that. Yeah, like I, I watched the first game last night, but I didn't watch the second. Like I was trying to watch. I really, really wanted to. I, I I've, I'm having bad luck with with. The I really wanted to watch the Dodgers Padres series the last couple nights, but like I made it to like twelve thirty on Friday, but I met but like everything happened after twelve thirty on, on on Friday with, with with the first game, and then last night after the Jays game ended, I just like fell asleep. Like I don't know if like last night was just a crazy like day for us. Like we like anyways, yeah, yeah. So I fell asleep. Uh, we we we'll get into that in in our, in in the second half of the podcast. But um, I, yeah, I fell asleep at like 10.30 last night, uh, hardcore Saturday night, you know. Um, but <laughs> actually, uh, we actually stayed up past midnight, which is uh, not normal for us. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, I have well, a yes, Stephen Steven Matt is, 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 is a great is, – is, is pitching he, – he might be the best pitcher in the rotation right now. Even, even better than uh, Ryu? Yeah. <sighs> Well, yeah, I think he's been maybe, maybe I don't know if it's like the fact that he's it's been kind of almost a surprise that Steven Matz has been this good, but he's playing really well. Um, he's he's I'd have to look at the numbers, but I'd say, yeah, he, he, he's at least as good as if not better playing better than, than Ryu. OK, well, I haven't really looked at the numbers that closely, but I've, I've been trying to watch as many different pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, pitching as as I can, just because I'm not catching every game. So, well, with uh, injuries, you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. 
But yeah, no, I I don't think I've I think I've watched just Ryu and Matt's. Those are the only two I've really seen. I guess a little bit of Ray today. We didn't watch all the game because we were mm-hmm. kind of in and out of a few things. But um, yeah, so I guess Ryu, Matt's, and Ray have, are the only two that I've really uh, watched. I still haven't seen Roark pitch. I think, well, maybe when he, he came out of the bullpen. You watched the game, game the other night when he was in the bullpen? I wa- I think I watched a bit of his innings from the bullpen, but I, not the whole game. Yeah. See, I, I, I think that's going to be where he stays. And like I was telling you, I was telling you before, like he being in the bullpen might be a better spot for him because I can at least choose who he's going to face more specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think about if, who else is in the rotation that I would have seen pitch a game? I can't think of. Well, there's Ryu, Ray, uh, Matt. Um, who? What? What else? Uh, Stripling. Stripling. Simply the Blue Jays have yet? no other pitchers. Is Stripling back yet? Oh, I might have watched a Stripling game, but no, I think that was before he was injured, so I don't think he's back yet. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, one of the bad I, news. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I, I think that's, that's, that's pretty much it right now for, for, for pitchers. So they've got an off day tomorrow. So I think they're just going to kind of like, and, and the reason why, uh, I think Ray was pitching today. Oh, TJ Zoik is another person who started. Okay. Yeah. And he's, he's actually on the mound right now. Um, well, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to watch one of the two Boston games. Uh, that so should be an interesting series to watch because first of all, Boston is my least, I, I, my least favorite team in the in, in the league. I, I I just hate the the Red Sox. I think maybe it's because of what they it dates back to like what they did with with uh, John Farrell, how they stole him from the Blue Jays. But yeah. I don't know. I just I can't stand out of all the teams. I can't stand well, the Red Sox the most. And somehow I I don't know because I don't think this was expected. But Boston is first in the AL East at uh, ten and four. Last I checked. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to see how that how that uh, lasts. Well, yeah, because uh, pretty much every team except for the Yankees in the AL East has the same record. Um, like I saw, just because of alphabetical or- order, the Orioles were second in the AL East. Well, like, well, here's how 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 we have no idea how it's going to turn out because the Orioles didn't they like sweep the Red Sox in the in the first series and people like were saying, oh, Red Sox are dead, you know? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that, but yeah. Hey, I guess we'll see. I haven't really heard much about the Rays, but. Um... Back to the Blue Jays, though. Uh, I have a walk. Um, I, I, it's actually about the uniforms. Um, so it's mostly about the home games, I guess. But I don't know. Lately, at least this year, I haven't really enjoyed the uh, the look of the white uniforms. And just I think because the players are tending to wear white shoes to go with them, and then I think Grichik especially, he wears like a white um, arm, like a sleeve to like a compression sleeve. So it hmm. looked like he's wearing all white. And I just, I, I don't know. I don't like the look of it. Um, I see. But I am war- warming up to the powder blue uniforms. And and here's With why. With the pants? With the pants? With the pants. Okay. But, but here's why is because, so I, 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 last week, I don't know if you saw, I was wearing, um, I think it was, well, one of the weeks we were recording, I was wearing uh, the Blue Jays uh, away jersey. It was a yeah, Stroman yeah. jersey. Um, the reason I picked the away jerseys because I like the 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 way that there's it's uh, the white in between the letters, like the spacing of the blue letters on okay. top of the gray. 
So the blue, the powder blue jerseys have that same white, uh, like there's a contrast in, in the, uh, in the letters. It's not just, mm-hmm. uh, the blue outline on top of the Jersey or the white outline for the, for those dark blue ones. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then the stripe they have going down the pants, there's white on the inside of the stripe. So there's a bit more going on visually. So, so you're like, it's about rock and roll. You're more into the white stripes. <laughs> sure. But no, seriously though, like I, it's, it's the, uh, for the, the names and numbers, like the, they have the, the white, uh, like it's kind of, I don't, it's not an outline. It, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. it, it makes the, the blue more of an outline on the jerseys. Okay. Well, like, I, I don't think they, that they go with the full white uniforms that often. And they like, it's, it's kind of more interesting to see different looks, I suppose. Yeah, it is good that they they have so I guess be, between all the jerseys, so they've got the home and away. The, so they have four jerseys to pick from, right? Well, they're going to have another one. They're going to have a city or whatever whatever they call the uh the new the jerseys that Boston is wearing. They're going to have a, a a new one coming coming as so well. What what color do you think they'll go with? Will they go with maybe like a purple for the Raptors? Purple? Maybe. Maybe that would be what they do. I don't know. Um, blue, they, they can't. Blue isn't very original. Like they already have blue no. uniforms. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Like it's because it has to tie into the city somehow. So I'm not sure what. Maybe they're going to do something to do with Dunedin. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Uh, what's your walk on here? Oh, my, my walk is um, I followed the wrong Caitlin McGrath on Twitter. For those of you who don't know, she's the, the, the athletic. Um, uh, reporter for the for the Blue Jays. So I was I was like I saw one of one of Caitlin McGrath's tweets because uh, um, I guess it was the during the the weekend uh, when they were in uh, in Florida and during during at, at home against against the the Angels I guess. Um, and then she said something about how like there was like um, a rain front coming in. Is like no that can't be right. There there's no there's no rain at all. Then it looks oh it's a rain front. In Connecticut, so this is like a meteor. The Caitlin McGrath I was following was a meteorologist in Connecticut. <laughs> so exact same spelling. So I was like, oh, I was like, whoops, okay. <laughs> well, that, that would have been kind of a coincidence if that if you saw that on one of the uh, the the on the Friday game that was postponed. Yeah, no, but it was like it was like Sunday, and then there was like no clouds in the sky. I was like, what? I don't understand why why she's tweeting this. I guess an easy mistake to make. Neither one of them is probably verified. Probably, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, well, strikeouts. Um, actually, I think looking at the notes, uh, one of mine is related to one of yours. So my strikeout was uh, the players and coaches on camera wearing masks incorrectly. Uh, just some of them, are they have them like hanging under their chin. Some of them have them like, it's only covering their mouth, not their nose. And it's just like, if you're, if you're not going to wear it properly, then what's, why not just not wear it? Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they're mostly, um, uh, vaccinated, but like you see signs in the dugout saying no spitting or chewing gum, blah, blah, blah. But everybody's like spitting and chewing gum. So, so yeah. Well, I thought there were (laughs) rules against it, especially last year and all the players were spitting everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they, they, it's more, I think, the optics of it for for um, 
people watching like the games i think well, because like I mean. they get they get t- tested so often like as a team i would say like everybody gets tested or whatever whatever frequency they get, they get tested at so well, so i think like, I mean. for optics they should be they should be like wearing their masks properly but that's that's pretty much what what it's for i would say yeah well i, mean, I know the coaches have to wear them all the time and the players it's like kind of up Option. to them whether they want to yeah. wear it or not but yeah. so like i don't you know, it's it's mainly the players, I guess, that uh, I have the the problem with. Like, if they're not wearing them right, then just don't don't bother. Because mm-hmm. then, you know, yeah, like you said, it looks better. It doesn't look very good if they're not wearing them properly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my my strikeout was Teoscar's COVID, but we kind we kind of touched on that already. Like, yeah. we don't know, I guess, when he's going to be back. Hopefully, it'll be soon. Um. I don't know what kind of like you know, like seasoning he's going to need as far as getting his, his swing back in order or whatever. Well, maybe but, they'll uh, play him at DH or something for a, fr- a few games to start with. Well, that's a good question. That's kind of tying into my other strikeout is like um, Rowdy Tellez's uh, plate struggles. Like, like if, because he's, he's the main DH bat, but what, but the, what they're, they're doing otherwise is just kind of rotating it between like uh, Vladdy and, and if they're giving it somebody else that I think they, they gave, they put did they put Marcus Semyon in DH earlier in the week? Maybe, I it could have been. I'm not sure, yeah. but yeah. And I, I think that's a smarter way to use the DH than having a guy specifically fill that be like the specific DH. And like I don't know if you've you've seen uh, the uh, rule changes that they're introducing to the Atlantic League, where they're going to do the what they're calling the double hook rule, uh, where they the, the DH is in play until the starting pitcher is out of the game. Right, which I think is a, is 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 a fun way to 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 implement the DH rule for both leagues. Uh, yeah, but... I, I think that would probably kind of like the, the people that uh, are really against the DH rule in the National League. That would probably be a compromise for both of them. Yeah, 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 exactly. And but I think what what most teams are doing right now um, is is just and it's a smarter way to do it rather than have a set DH person is just rotating different players on a half day off through the DH yeah. spot. And also with the, that double hook thing that you mentioned it. Um, Cause I think there's, there's a bit of like back and forth as to whether it's good or not to have uh, like, whether it's a good thing for the league. I mean, to have uh, uh, more pitchers on your active roster versus players. So yeah. maybe that kind of rule balances things out a little bit so that um, you, because you're going to have, need- Pinch hitters. Yeah, exactly. You can't just load your bull, your uh, bullpen full of uh, pitchers, and so you have like tons of arms. You have to exactly. It makes it a little bit more more challenging too. I wonder how it w- would work for Shohei Otani though if he was the starting pitcher and you pulled him from the game and he was also batting for himself as a DH. Oh no, he wouldn't have to come out. Right. Yeah. He'd just keep hitting. I get, well, I guess there just wouldn't be a DH at all. That's that's what would happen. Oh, so yeah. You, so actually, yes. If you took him, no, you know what? If you took him out of the game, um, you would have to double. You would have to double switch him. You'd have to put him into the field, and put and take the fielder, switch him with a reliever. Is what you would have to do. Yeah, it was that first complicated. Yeah. See, that's why I said like it's making making me go cross-eyed to think of how you would implement. <laughs> oh, so by the way, speaking of pitchers, Tanner Rourke is on the mound right now, and the bases are loaded for the Kansas City Royals. 
Uh, did he load the bases, or is he coming on to? I have no board? idea. I just I just looked and I saw Tanner Rourke and I saw loaded bases. I'm gonna guess he probably did load the bases. <laughs> I don't. I don't um, know. I am gonna guess that he did, but yeah, we'll see. Anyways, I, I think I think Rourke, Actually, you know what? I was gonna say we. Uh, he he kind of blew his benefit of the doubt that we were gonna give him, but yeah. I think actually yeah. his relief outing during the week was actually not that bad from yeah. the stats. And- I'm realizing now also by the time people listen to this podcast, they'll have known known what ha- what happened with Tanner Rourke. So so basically live podcasting the the, the game is, is is to nobody's benefit. That's okay. That's okay. Um, actually, I guess it's just to yours. I I want to go back to Rowdy Telez's uh, plate struggles because you mentioned that and we kind of like flew off to the double hook thing. Yeah. Um, but so I was reading um, Caitlin McGrath's uh, mailbag. Uh, article from the athletic yesterday i think and mm-hmm. she kind of put into perspective rowdy's uh, early season struggles versus like if if he went on a slump in the middle of the season with the same numbers it really wouldn't look that bad but like at the start of the season it's just a bunch of zeros and it looks worse yeah so i guess uh i guess what i am gonna look at right now is uh I'll worry about it if if it's if he's still bad in. Well, I don't actually. I don't know. Like, that's one of my notes. When is it? Too, when does it stop being early? Because it's still early right now. Are we like mid early? Mm, well, we're yeah. We're I would say end of April is 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 the end of the edge of early. <laughs> okay, so because <laughs> so we're, we're looking cause... at. When you get it, when you get into into May, you're a third of the way. Like by the end of May, you're a third of the way through the season, basically. So mid May, Rowdy's average is under two hundred. That's when we should worry. Ah, sure, sure, okay. sure. Um, well, you know what? You know what? Though these are uh, grown men, grown adults playing professional sports. We should just be concerned, but temper our concern, not be totally worried. We shouldn't be stressed out. This is just baseball. It's just a game. Let's not worry that much. Okay. I, you know what? I think that if, uh, if the blue Jays are in a good position in the standings, despite rowdy struggling, then it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no big deal. In injuries because your, your other strikeout is, uh, Merriweather and Phelps. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, like Phelps isn't going to be gone that long. It's just a bruise. Uh, fancy word for back contusion. Um, Merriweather, uh, I feel like the oblique strain that I wrote in there, it's not an oblique strain. It's something different. I thought it was something with the oblique, though, because that I don't sounded know. familiar to me. Oh, maybe maybe that's what it is. So I don't know. Well, like hopefully he just, like when he's re- rehabbing, he doesn't injure his quad in the process. But uh <laughs> Uh, I guess we'll just have to, to just wait and see how that turns out. But he was he he got off to a really good start. Uh, yeah, bullpen. So this it's just disappointing to see. But it it's you know injuries are going to happen. I, I just hope that they don't just pile up. That's all. Yeah. Well, it it does sound like again mentioning going back to Springer that he it's hopeful that he's going to be back at some point during the road trip. That's mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. So that's good. That's, let's uh, let's not go down uh, on a on a negative note. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought I would. Uh, um, we have a, a Brewers check in coming up, but I thought I would 
just go through the rest of my notes, which I guess uh, are none of the above for a home run walk or strikeout. Um, just that uh, I most of my notes actually came from that Monday Yankees game. Um, okay, but it, it's it's hard to be mad at that loss, mm-hmm. like a um, just because there was uh, well Garrett Cole started the game and he was he was doing pretty well, although he looked frustrated a few times. But I think that game was one of the worst games this week for umpiring. Was that the one? There was one when, well, no, no. The, the one I was, I'm thinking of was when um, Vladdy was at the plate and like he, he was about to like, it was like he would have, if he, if he hit like a home run or something, it would have won the game. But the, the ump like called it a strike way out of the zone. Like and it made it like two, two instead of a three, one count or whatever. So that's, that's a different game. This one, th- this game was, uh, I have the umpire scorecard from. Have, do you follow the uh, umpire scorecard Twitter account? No, no. It's actually, it's it's kind of neat. So they have it's they they produce a graphic that uh, uh, shows like the overall accuracy of the of the umpire during the game, and um, it also like kind of calculates how many like the overall favor like whether to which team. So on Monday it gave uh, an overall advantage of 0.61 runs for New York. Um, but uh, called, uh, so 103 of 113 balls were called accurately and 48 of 53 strikes were called accurately. So then they give you a little uh, zone chart to show you what was called the ball versus what was called the strike. And the one, this game ended on a third strike to Telez in the bottom or yeah, the bottom of the ninth, it was a ball low in the zone and it was clearly a ball, but he called it a strike. And the count was two, two on Telez, two outs with the runner on second and they called it a strike. And that's, that was, yeah. I think what, uh, what made me kind of pick up on that game a little more than the others. What, what that doesn't like, like that specific at bat tells you something, but what, what the, what the, what the, the um i guess the the ratings don't say is is like those are those are specific situations where umpires are influenced by 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 the game and by the environment um, well that's so that's that, why on these scorecards they give you like the three worst missed calls and they give oh, okay. you the situation so the worst call was that one the bottom of the ninth chapman to Telez, two outs runner on second two two count ball is called a strike uh, second worst was bottom of the eighth O'Day to panic zero outs bases empty two two count balls called a strike and bottom of the sixth Cole to Bichette no outs bases empty two one count balls called a strike so it's uh it's actually like it and it covers it for for every game and uh, it tells you who the umpire was the, uh, behind the plate um, I think it would actually be the game that you're talking about where uh, Guerrero's at bat. Uh, what you said it was? It should have been a three-two count or a three. Well, it should have been a three-one count instead of a two-two. And it was a two-two count. So, yeah. uh, that would be a good one to to look up. The uh, yeah, the that was um, the, I think they it was Thursday or Friday. I forget. Must have been. Must have been. I think Thursday. it was Thursday because Friday was uh, postponed. Um, okay. The other thing, uh, there's another Twitter account, speaking of those um, MLB replays, and I found this because uh, I thought 
now when I wrote this out, of course, yesterday they the Blue Jays made a bad replay call because they they uh, tried to see it to get. Um, I think it was Bichette was trying to steal second, and he was like obviously out, but they tried to overturn it. But I was thinking that um, without looking up the stats, the Blue Jays seem to be having a lot of replay success this year. Like I remember in seasons past, like it was. They weren't always very. Uh, maybe it's it's just they're picking the right things to re- to review. Well, that that it's that, and also it might be the situation because like whether they're 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 if their replays are unsuccessful, like they, it could be like some a situation where they have like a replay to use in the in the ninth inning or something, and they can just use it just because whether it's it, like there's an off chance it could be it could be overturned, but really there's no chance. They're just using it because they can use it, kind of thing. So that yeah, that's, that's a situation where that when they when I said like it was an obvious out and they uh, and they went to the review, but I don't know. I, I just it just seemed like they were getting a lot of uh, overturns uh, or calls overturned for them in their favor. Yeah, well, they usually they usually on the on the majority of replays they'll have like they have like people like right on the on, on the uh, on the replay monitor. They know whether whether to call it or not. Yeah, they're not just relying on the players uh, aggressively pointing to the base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, the only other Jays note that I had was uh, just a, thought this was interesting. This popped up in my feed that Eric Thames and Justin Smoke are both teammates on the Yomiuri Giants. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they are, but uh, I guess Japan probably. That's uh, That's Tokyo, I believe. Tokyo, yeah. That's Japan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you know, you know, I don't like. I know Eric Eric Thames is, is like an ex Blue Jay. I consider him more of an ex Brewer. I can't even say it, Brewer actually. Well, he he did have, I guess, most of his success with the Brewers because yeah. So he after the Blue Jays, I don't know where he went exactly, but he, he went he, to Korea. Yeah, I I know he did go overseas for a while before going to the Brewers. Yeah. So yeah, and you know he was in Korea and he was like a star in that in that league in KBO. So, why don't we why don't we check in with the Brewers then? Um, I I'll just go really really quickly because I I know I wanted to check this after our last episode. So as we're talking, uh, when I looked up their record, they were eight and six and only one game back from the Reds. So they're second in the NL Central. It's odd that the Reds are leading the Central. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I guess uh, no. You know what? I thought it was going to be uh, possibly the Cardinals. So never mind. Yeah. Well, like, like I, I, again, I was on said said this on, on on Twitter before before. Like, I think that a lot of people got like, um, distract like distracted or or they like the 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 Nolan Arenado trade to the Cardinals caused a lot of people to like just automatically plunk St. Louis into the favorites kind of position, but they overlooked uh, the Cardinals' weakness in starting pitching, especially. Um, but the Brewers are, are in general a, a more balanced team. The Reds, um, I think we talked about this in the preview. Like the Reds are just like they're 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 a team that could surprise. So, well, clearly they have surprised. Well, yeah, like the Red Sox, we'll have to see if this lasts through the entire season. But the Reds, they could be a good team. You know, like the, we we just it's too early to tell. It's mid early, right? Yeah, 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 mid mid to late early. So what? Uh... I haven't watched any games though. Did did you watch any games? No, I haven't gotten to watch any Brewers games yet because like 
the Jays have 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 played basically other than the postponement. Um, they their first off day of the year is like tomorrow, I think. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's that's right, Monday, mm-hmm. and then I think they have Thursday off too. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're talking about the Brewers here. Um, yeah. I no. Now here's something that I wanted to mention that like America is just crazy as far as their their stuff. I, I was listening to a to a Brewers podcast and they're talking about uh, Dairy Queen, and there's. A frosted animal crackers blizzard at Dairy Queen in America, apparently. I think th- that should make its way up uh, across the border. Uh, Do we have frosted animal crackers up here? I don't even know. Um, I don't know, but they could probably import them somehow. Here's a flavor of su- uh, of, of uh, blizzard that I would love to see is Captain Crunch flavored blizzard. That would be amazing. Actually, yeah, that w- that'd be pretty good. It'd be Captain very Crunch with Crunch Berries. That's like that'd be the perfect Blizzard right there. Well, why don't you write into Dairy Queen and suggest it? I think that they're probably listening to this podcast, so I'm just gonna leave it out there you for can, them to, to take. So the they, they usually have summer flavors for their blizzards. So maybe next summer uh, you can uh, get them to do the. Captain Crunch and Crunchberry Blizzard. Well, no, no, Captain Crunch is a year-round Blizzard kind of thing. They can just keep that, you know, take the score Blizzard off the menu and and replace that with Captain Crunch. Uh, we'll see. And Crunchberries. They well, could make, make just an entire like they could have, they could have a, a line of cereal-based blizzards. They could have like breakfast blizzards and have like Captain Crunch with Crunchberries. They could do Count Chocula. They could do Sugar Crisp. They could do uh, Reese's. Uh, peanut butter puffs or whatever they are. They could do uh, a, a corn puffs blizzard. They could have an entire think, line of cereal blizzards. I think it's more likely that they would join the Tim Hortons route and have a breakfast cereal made based from a classic Dairy Queen blizzard. No, 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 no. That's that's not the way to do it. They have to do it. They want people to, they don't want to drive people to the grocery stores. They want people to go to Dairy Queen. So, oh, they so don't care. They, they they've got to do... I know they they could do here here's something they, another they they and even they could do a a, a rice krispies treat flavored blizzard. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Not just rice Actually, krispies, no, but a rice krispies treat. Any other any other brewers and non Dairy Queen updates? I don't have anything. Uh, non Dairy Queen, no, no. I don't have any other baseball stuff either. I haven't really done much checking in on the rest of the baseball world. Well, I. I'll, as far as baseball stuff goes, I I just I wish that the uh, Dodger Padres series would be on a, a little earlier. Uh, that's that's my my one thing. Like right now they're they're playing again. Like it, it like it look and it looks like it's a really good rivalry to watch, but it's just impossible to stay up that late to to see that that stuff. So, so just so, record it and watch the next day. Or well, then everybody's ta- has already talked about it, and I can't watch like I can't watch anything during the daytime with the kids because they need to watch their bubble guppies or whatever. And then by the time nighttime comes around, there's a, you know, a Jays game to watch or whatever. So it, it just, it just, it just, uh, the, the cycle doesn't get broken that way. I don't know. I think, I think it's pretty easy to avoid, uh, spoilers and talk about, about games. I did it for, I can't remember which game it was, but I recorded it and watched it later. And, and I heard, I stayed. Well, I can in the same day that social media that's doable, but the next the next day it's it's a lot more difficult. I don't know. I think it's possible. You just have to try harder. Um, so okay. uh, 
we have uh you you like to have notes from our wives and i actually have one for you um because i i've been making these for uh, so some listeners may not see them but i've been making these little audiograms from it's uh, a website called headliner and so i played one of those for vanessa and she said that we sound like we're in the same room but so well we are well, we, we're in the same type of room uh we're in the basement I assume I'm in a basement. You're in a basement. But yeah, that's uh, that's some that's some positive feedback. So did she just listen to the little clip? Yeah. So she didn't listen to the entire podcast. No, but that's part of the podcast. But it's not the entire podcast. Anyway, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. So you're you're saying you're on record saying that your wife did not listen to an entire ep- the the latest episode in its entirety of this podcast. Yep. Okay, just and that's fine. Just She's keeping consistent. Uh, do you have any any feedbacks? You said, uh, well, I'll 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 provide uh, Krista's notes in the Brita filter update. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. Uh, we each have some uh, home runs and 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 other notes about our own personal lives. Yeah, we start with yours. Um, we don't start with home run. Okay. Um, well, yesterday. Um, I did not have to cook any meals at all yesterday and, and Krista cooked all three meals. I think that's the first time that she cooked all three meals in a long time, probably since before like Bo or Leo were born. But yeah, so the entire day I did not have to cook anything. Now, like we didn't end up eating supper till like seven o'clock, but, uh, but she did cook all three meals. So I, I did not have to do any cooking. Well, I I think uh, not all three meals, but uh, I'm gonna. Uh, Vanessa's taking care of most of dinner. I'm gonna cook some hot dogs on the barbecue, but that's barely cooking. Yeah, that's that's observing hot dogs as they as they prepare themselves. Uh, so my home run, and I actually need to load something up on my phone because I forgot to uh, put it in the notes. Uh, hang on here, I'm gonna find the messages. Um, so my home run was, uh, uh, I bought, uh, some drinks, some non-alcoholic beer from a, a local Ottawa company called, um, it's pronounced Kenyota drinks. I actually had to, I, I sent a message to their, uh, Instagram account to ask how to pronounce it because apparently their name comes from a Swahili word. Which means little star, and they said that to pronounce okay. it, it's Kinyota. I would have um, thought that it would have been Nyota because with the well, silent K, but Kinyota. That's, that's what I asked: is if the K was silent, but apparently it's not. Um, but they 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 sell various non-alcoholic beer, um, and actually, I'm drinking one of the ones I ordered. Uh, it's called. Uh, it's from Micro Brasserie Le Bacel, and it's a surprise. You can see this one. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, Berliner Weiss. But uh, you're all about the uh, drinking the, uh, the 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 uh, Belgian style on the podcast. Uh, well, lately I thought about drinking a Budweiser Zero, but I I decided not to. Um, but the home run part of it was actually that uh, I ordered it. I I think it was like a Tuesday or something, and they delivered it the same day. So. Oh wow. How early did you order it on Tuesday? Well, it was like before, maybe around lunchtime, like a little bit before. That's pretty good. 
came by like before the end of the end, of, like before five o'clock, I'm pretty sure. So that was really good. cool. That was a good, uh, I, I like them. I, I am recommending them uh, when I can. Okay. Maybe they, we, we, they should, they should try to sponsor the podcast. We'll see. Send us free, free beer. All right. You got a walk or a strikeout? Yeah. Or? Um, let's go, let's go, let's, let's go in order, I guess we'll do, we'll do walk. Um, so the, the, it's, it's a walk because it kind of evens itself out, I guess in the long run for, I'm talking about potty training in the long run, it's good because Leo will learn how to go, be potty trained. So that's, that's good. But in the short term, it's good and bad. Uh, good because it's positive and he's learning how to potty train, but bad because there's like pee everywhere. It's like <laughs> pee on the floor, really pee on the bad. couch, pee on the chair. It's there's, it's, there's, there's just pee everywhere. So this is where you need your uh, your plastic coverings for your couch. I suppose we last week. Yeah, uh, we yeah no, but we we don't have those yet. Maybe, but maybe maybe I can just cover the couches with with, with diapers. Maybe that's the solution. Well, uh, my walk. We yesterday we made a no bake cheesecake because uh, Vanessa wanted to make a, a cheesecake over the weekend, and so we decided to go the no bake route. Just why why no bake? Make it's simpler to make. Um, so we made a, it was, I guess it's a peanut butter and chocolate cheesecake. Uh, it was pretty simple. It's just um, graham cracker crust and uh, melted some chocolate and mixed with cream cheese and put some peanut butter on top. And then you just put it in the fridge. Um, so it was good. It turned out really well. There's just uh, a little bit of room for improvement. And I think part of that is uh, the springform pan that we we had to buy one, but we bought a ten inch springform pan, and we probably needed at most a nine inch and probably smaller. But uh, we we made some notes, and I think we'll make a better cheesecake next time. I think baking may help it as well because you got to have like your 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 crisp your crumbly like graham cracker crust and everything. You, the the butter's got to melt into it. Well, if you we, bake, we melted the butter like. I, we didn't bake it. Like we melted the butter and the chocolate and it's not like, but did you, what, what, what about it. the crust underneath? Like, is, was it crisp underneath? Yeah. 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 It's well, it's crumbly, but it's, so it's you're all, uh, like when, when you, when you bake, you're all about like not cooking the, 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 the layer of thing that is most like you, you don't cook your, your lasagna noodles and you don't cook your, your cheesecake crust. You, you have to do some, some pre-cooking in order to, to prepare your, 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 your creations. I don't know. It, it, it worked out just fine. We have lots, lots left over. Maybe next time you can make a tiered no bake cheesecake. That's more uh, probable than a tiered lasagna. There's a throwback to our first episode, but I don't think anybody. Okay. Uh, strikeout. Um, for me, um, when there's like normally when there's silence for most people, silence is a good thing, but for me, when there's silence, it means that the kids aren't making any noise. So if there's if if it's quiet, they are getting into trouble. That is just a thing. <laughs> yeah, I I can I, I think that makes sense. Um, for for us, it's kind of the same thing with with uh, our dog Bailey. Um, where however, it's it's kind of a weird silence. It's um, if. If we don't know, so there's there's two types of silence that I would say that equals trouble. So if we don't know where she is after she's been, like if she's come up to see us 
and and it looks like she's kind of in a playful mood and then we hear and then she walks away and we don't hear anything after then it probably means she's getting into trouble or there's that mm-hmm. weird short silence where uh, all of a sudden you start to hear some sort of noise where there was silence before and uh, it kind of figures trouble yes i assume that that's something uh, similar in your case uh yeah well like yeah when you when you when you see them playing and then all of a sudden like like because uh i have them kind of blocked off in the in the living room and i'll like be like doing dishes or something and all of a sudden i can't see or hear them it's like okay something something's going on bo has probably a, a mouthful of of something in his in his mouth that he shouldn't be eating <laughs> so it sounds like you also need an open concept floor plan just like on we have an open con- concept floor plan but we have to keep it somewhat closed in order to keep everybody from like falling downstairs and things like that uh, probably safe uh, so my strikeout uh, is uh, is printers, um, as in like uh, you know printing on paper, and specifically the Windows 10 printer is offline error that comes up every now and then. Uh, Vanessa was trying to print something last night, and her, her computer kept giving us the printer is offline error message, despite uh, the printer being online, both computer and the printer connected to the same Wi-Fi network. And then it still gave us the same error when connecting it directly via USB. It still said printer is offline. Well, here's the problem I can tell you right now is you're using Windows. That's the problem. <laughs> Windows is fine. I, I haven't used Windows in like over over a decade, I don't think. <laughs> Unless I have to enforce to it by, by, by a workplace. But yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we, we eventually got it sorted out somehow with the combination of resetting the printer and the computer. But uh it's a it's a constant thing that that comes up every now and then it's a new printer too and we figured that it would work fine but just do what uh, i do don't buy don't don't buy a printer and either print it up uh get get vanessa or you can go print stuff up that you need to at work krista just print stuff up at work or or, or print it up at mom mom and dad's house That's, that's 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 all i do i just use their printer i i trust uh their printers even less (laughs) <laughs> they have some crazy printer setups that I, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, let's, uh, you wanted, well, I have an update for you for Brit. Let's go with your update first. Well, you wanted to, so I told you last week that my filter needed changing and, uh, I can, I can update that, uh, I did change it on Monday. Uh, I emptied, did I you emptied notice all the that? Waters. Did you notice that like is, was there a difference in taste from from the 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 end of the filter to the to the new filter? No, it, it all tasted pretty much the same. So more than likely, we changed the filter a little a little early, which is okay. So you caught it just in time. Yeah, <laughs> I, an inning saving catch. Um, yes. So, uh, but yeah, no, just enjoying the nice, tasty filtered water with a freshly changed. Shouldn't be okay. shouldn't it be tasteless? Oh, I don't know. Should be tasteless filtered water. That's the well, whole point. There's filtering out things. Water, you shouldn't, you shouldn't water be tasting anything. Tasty. Water is tasty. It tastes better from the filter than from the tap. It, no, it tastes less than it does from the tap. The, the tap is 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 introducing tap water is introducing a taste. You're taking oh. away taste. You're filtering. You're filtering from. I'm filtering, filtering out the bad tastes. To, to highlight the good taste. 
I don't know. Anyways, the point is, is that uh, I changed it barely a day later than when it when it indicated that it needed to be changed. That's so. good. Well, you're lucky. You're very lucky. Um, okay, and so I, for me, on my end of the brother filter update, um, I'm combining uh, my wife's notes from uh, with, with the filter update. Um, Krista said that she uh, fills the Brita jug more often to uh, avoid the public shaming from uh, from us, I guess, from, from uh, me. I'd say that's more from you than yeah. So so in order in order to avoid public shaming uh, on on our podcast, she fills the uh, Brita jug more often. So that's that's in my mind that's a positive. Well, as long as it gets uh, filled, I suppose that's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I I I think that's probably uh, going to be the the end of the updates. If if your filter is getting, or if your your jug is getting filled, filters are both replaced. Well, know, let's just see how things go. Let's just see see how 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 how, like you know, it's it's like I said, like with the the honeymoon period with a, with a Brita jug, you fill it, you fill it, you fill it, then all of a sudden it just. You lose interest and 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 it, it doesn't get filled. It just sits there and does not collect water. It collects dust from the from 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 the lack of water, fridge dust. Well, I I would hope that there's not that much dust in your fridge, but uh... yeah, I don't think that there's much dust. But but there's there there's, there 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 will be always something happening with the Brita jug. The Brita jug is is filled not only with 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 filtered tasteless water, but drama. <laughs> All right. Well, it does I, not, I, and, and, and unless they, they create a Brita filter to filter out the drama that is created uh, from it, um, there there will always be something to say about the the Brita, the Brita filter. Well, do you have? Uh, I was going to ask you, do you have any other notes that you wanted to bring up uh, before we? No, before no, we no more. Things? That was that was the one note. That was the one note. My, well, I guess, like Krista listened listen to the entire podcast, so she knew she knew that. The, so maybe she'll have something. For, from this podcast for ne- next week, but uh, we'll have to wait until then. All right. Well, speaking of next week, I guess uh, I'm just I've got the the schedule pulled up for the week ahead, and it and it looks a lot lighter for us uh, for things to talk about probably because there's not as many games. There's two off days next week. Yeah, but it, it it'll be uh, they're playing the Red Sox and the Rays, so those are yeah. two big interdivisional uh, matchups. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, um, and how they match up against these two teams that are, are, are rivals for, for probably the, the wild card. Uh, I think it's, I think it's also more likely that I will, I will watch more than one game next week, more than I, I'll probably get to see most of them. I think just because there's yeah. so few games in the week. So maybe I will have more to talk about instead of mm-hmm. less. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and as a result, um, I'll be able to catch up more on my TV shows on the off days. So maybe I'll get to get watch more baseballs on the on the weekends. I don't know. There we go. I said baseballs. Right. I said I, I watch baseballs. Well, they, they do. They, they do, do have use multiple, a lot of baseballs. I was going to say they use multiple baseballs in a game, so you are watching yeah. many baseballs. Uh, yeah, but I but yeah. I watch. I, I do watch. I, I I should say I watch baseball more often. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're good to go. Then we'll uh, we'll do this again next Sunday. Yes, we will. <laughs> I'll have to edit out that silence later.
No, keep the silence in because I want people to get on get on this uh, edge of their seat and think they have a phone call coming. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.